up, everybody? Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, it is still pre-Christmas, and we're going to give you one last present with one more podcast right before Christmas. So, happy holidays, little brother. How are you? Doing good. Finish shopping. Ready to wrap. Let's get it. Congratulations. Chief, what's going on with you? Uh, everything is well. Everything is well. Um, happy holidays to, to everyone and everyone listening. Hopefully the merry bells are ringing as well. Gunner, what's up, man? What's up, y'all? What's going on? How's it going? Oh, well, I mean, since you cued me up so perfectly, I've got to talk about the mind-blowing experience that I had on Friday. Because it may have been the greatest thing that I've seen in the last, so when was Avengers Game out? Since then, yes. Um. The Mandalorian wrapped its second season, and honestly, if the season finale had ended with Moff Gideon going, yeah, they're coming, and you're screwed, and it was just a to-be-continued, I'd have been like, oh, man, what a great cliffhanger. This is how they used to do back in the days. This is perfect. What a great season this was. Awesome. Amazing. Good stuff. So many cool characters. And, yeah, that's the way to do it. They brought in characters from Clone Wars, started teasing some stuff from Rebels, too. I'm all about it. But then that last uh, 15 minutes blew my mind. We got to see a Rogue One Vader unleashing with my favorite movie hero going nuts on the Terminator Death Destroyer dark troopers of Moff Gideon. And then every scene, it was like, yo, 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 yo. I think, I think, whoa. And we started to see the the black love, and I was like, yo, don't play. And then the hood came up, and I was just bouncing up and down on my couch like I was five years old. No lie. And, yeah, I was very happy. I called Jason immediately afterwards and asked him why was making Star Wars that hard. And what did you say, bro? Uh, if you take two seconds to, you know, look at the material, it's not that flipping hard. I may have used a little more colorful word than flipping, but yeah. Uh, that last 15 minutes of Mandalorian, if you were a Star Wars fan and you weren't geeked out of your mind, I don't know what's wrong with you. I hope your life is doing well. But if that didn't perk you up, I don't know what really can. Um, Yeah. uh, And that was, you know, and if you haven't watched it, this is a full spoiler. Uh, Seriously, this wasn't some hermit, bad, hating the world, blue nuke swilling, jack sass, can't be bothered to deal with the my stupid, spoiled little nephew. Uh, what else? <laughs> Can't bother deal with the whole galaxy going to crap. Luke Skywalker. Nah, this was, I am the guy who whooped Vader's tail, got him to turn back to the light side, and then taunted the Emperor, Luke Skywalker, who, you know, saved the whole galaxy. That was that dude who came out in uh, the end of uh, Mandalorian. And that was like, yeah, we're done. I don't know if we're getting a season three of Mandalorian, but I'm still, I'm cool. Great season. Great show. Great idea. Like, glad to see that there was no trilogy after this. This this is the way to go. This is the way. I'm out. (laughs) I feel like this was, if they, and we know there's going to be a million things after this, but if there was nothing else to come from Star Wars, this was the perfect bow because it gives us that new hope that, Luke is going to restore the Jedi to the prominence that they were before everything came around with the Sith, Palpatine, and everybody like that in the Empire. And, yeah, we don't need to see that. Yeah, everything everything that's been built up doesn't matter. From movie to movie, it doesn't count. Gunnar, what did you think about it? Man, listen, I didn't watch that scene that night, like, three, four times. I was like, yo, I just watched that scene. My man was like, look, when he put the man, when he 
put that hood off. That man looked at him like the CGI version of him looked at looked at everybody else like I have a hallway scene like my father before me. I was like, yeah, that's real because like, if you compare both hallway scenes from um, Rogue One and that one, it's not quite frame by frame, but there were some similarities. They're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, well. So I I went over to Rogue One on Disney Plus. Here's your plug. And I was just like, let me just watch this end scene because there were a lot of similarities there. Yep, there it is. <laughs> so I was just psyched, man. I mean, come on, man. I'm psyched about what's coming soon, you know what I mean, with everything else that they're bringing out. Um, how are they going to tie in? I'm seeing, like, crossovers, like CW crossovers, only better. You know what I mean? Like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of stuff that they're doing here. Uh, I mean, Bubba Fett's Bubba Fett. He's fine. I don't know if I watch the show, but Soka, freaking, um, you know, um, Obi Wan, even the Rangers might be fun too, right? And then, yeah, I'm just, I'm down for this thing, man. I don't know what's gonna happen with this dark saber, though, man. I mean, my man got the dark saber. There's so many possibilities, and yeah. honestly, from a point where Star Wars looked like it was. Dead. Dead. After the <laughs> where it was like, I'm the biggest Star Wars fan that I know, but I was like, yeah, I'm so good with Disney's version of Star Wars. I don't care what else they do because they, the people in charge, don't understand Star Wars. And Rogue One was a fluke, and Solo managed to get by before they started realizing we can make bad Star Wars movies and still make a billion dollars, and. Then the Mandalorian game was like, whoa, this is good. Seriously, in the last six months, this is proof positive that when you do something good, people spend money. I have bought more Star Wars figures than I have Marvel or WWE figures. And that's because they're cranking out more stuff. But I don't know if you guys ever stumbled onto a figure aisle back when these sequel trilogy films were out. They couldn't give those figures away. They were just stacked all over the pegs, all the random, hey, this would be a cool-looking character like Boba Fett, but we're not going to develop him. And here's Rogue with her slightly off-color white outfit from the first one, now that she's wearing in the third film. But now you can't find any of these guys. You can't find any Mandalorian figures. You can't find anything else. So, yeah, really happy. And my wallet is like, you son of a... So, Chief, what do you think about this bad boy, man? Uh, you know, it, it was the greatest surprise since Luke, I am your father. Um, it made up for the last six movies. Um, it was, <laughs> you know, it... it It definitely wiped that bad Star Wars taste out your mouth. Um, this series has been excellent. Um, and, you know, just the fact that, you know, the, I realize they can't do a young Skywalker series, I guess. I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> if they'll be able to CGI them the whole, the whole way. Because it would be kind of cool, right, to follow him and see how he uh, what he does from there on or whatever. Um, but I just, you know, I am excited for for these uh, mini shows, these, you know what I mean, these mini series, see where they're going. Um, like Gunnar said, I can't, the Ahsoka series I'm in. Did you say there's going to be an Obi-Wan series too, uh, Gunnar? Yes, sir. And Aiden Christensen is going to be back as Darth Vader. So what are I don't they, care about that. <laughs> so hold, hold up, there's going to be Obi One series with with uh, Anakin in it or Vader? Yeah, Darth Vader. Both. They both, promised man, that we're going to see them fighting, so we're going to yeah, have somehow, some way. It's going to be uh, great. So it's only oh, four. Uh, it's only four episodes. It's like a limited series. So Hayden Christian is going to be dressed up as Vader. Apparently, but they're both excited okay. about it. It's very interesting. Okay. Um. Well, Hayden Chris, I'm sure he's excited. I haven't seen him in anything since, really. No, nah, that Bama was in some money-grabbing movie, right? Some bank-robbing movie that didn't Yeah, have. it wasn't the best. 
What was that? I don't remember. I didn't watch it all the way through. Yeah, exactly. That's probably why I was on the phone rang. He was like, hello? Yeah. Um, Word? Okay. (laughs) Right. But, uh, so, yeah, I can't, um, that'll be interesting, man. Um, you know, uh, and I wonder if they're going to takers. Because, you know, this this little, the little Gruber, Gruber, Grugo, Gruber, Grugo, Grogu. Grogu is pretty popular now. Like, I was just in a CVS tonight, and they got a Grogu dolls. Um, so I wonder if they're going to do some type of spinoff with him eventually, maybe a little bigger, um, with him doing his thing. You know, it's all, it's just a, it's, you know, the possibilities are endless in this new Star Wars universe they created. It's and, wide um, open. You know, it and like I said, like man, that was wide open at all. They made up for the last three episodes. They they made up for because you know the in the three before then with uh, Anakin they weren't bad, they just weren't great. So they made up for that. You know what I mean? So the, the I mean the last the the three greatest was Star Wars Empire and, and Return of the Jedi. Like those were, and now Mandalorian. You know what I mean? And, and Rogue One. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 damn you know I'm, I'm damn good excited about this. I can't wait to see. And they've got to let my man do them all. Personally, John Favreau, Dave Filoni. Yeah, they oh. they've got to let him. They've got to let him um, take over. You know, do what he do. I mean, at this point, he is he's going to be the uh, Star Wars franchise savior. You know what I mean? Um, so the Kevin Feige of Star Wars. Yeah. Is that the cat from before? No, that's the dude from Marvel Studios. Oh. Who makes sure everything re- retains a certain level of consistency and quality. Something that the Started Star Wars whom, clearly did not have when they Whoa. were conceiving the sequel. Oh, team. yeah, well, true. Didn't Favreau start this whole thing with the, uh, with the Iron Man 1? He did, yeah. dude. I mean, like, how do you start... That's what I'm saying. How do you start the Marvel Cinematic Universe and that's not going to be the thing that people are going to remember you for. Like, they're going to be like, oh, he did that too? Cool. But he also really brought back Star Wars. Like, that's He's amazing. that dude. He's that dude, man. He's that dude that's just like, I'm just going to keep getting better and better. I don't care. I know you saw me in Sopranos acting a doof. I know you. I know I did Elf. I still got sued for doing Elf. Dude, but... he was in Friends. It's Monica's UFC billionaire boyfriend. This dude was the random UFC boyfriend. Thank you for reminding me of that. Now I remember that entire stupid art. Yeah, man. I was like, uh, that guy from Friends. Oh, This dude okay. just said, you know what? I'm just going to make a name for myself. That's how you you just build upon yourself, man. That dude's like a freaking inspiration. I hope he's yeah. not racist. And he did Chef, which is a good movie, too. Did what? Chef. Little, little uh, indie style, indie side. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I remember yeah. now. Thank you. Like that one. So, yeah, dude, he's just bringing quality. And, Chief, you, you kind of said something that, at least on the rumor wire right now, may not be accurate. They are apparently, maybe, possibly considering a Luke Skywalker series. But they're not quite sure where they're going to go with that. CGI will have someone like Sebastian Stan, aka the Winter Soldier, play host Jedi, Luke Skywalker. And based off of the excitement from the entire world, I think they'll try to do whatever is possible to make that work. Hopefully there's some timelines or time warps somewhere. Shit. Yeah, I'm pulling for a time warp so everyone can forget about the sequel trilogy. Well, yeah, somebody wrote that uh, the Disney sequel trilogy takes place in the exact same universe that the Star Wars holiday special took place. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I am, am too. Actually. Thoroughly okay with that. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that, yeah. That, and you know what the funny thing they have in common? Chewie by himself just grunting a lot. Oh, yeah. Undeveloped well, characters, man. 
Even the holiday special, Chewie didn't have somebody else going, Ray, all the time. How do you know? All we heard was like 45 minutes of (laughs) Chewie talk. (laughs) 45 minutes. Right. So so here's the funny thing. Jay sent me a Facebook post that I had done in 2015. I think it was. And it was right after Force Awakens, where I still had hope, a new hope for the sequel trilogy. And like, I don't know about killing Han, but okay, let's see where it goes. Because, you know, even I knew that Han, Harrison Ford was like, we can kill me off an empire. I was like, whoa, slow your roll this. So I wasn't shocked that he wasn't, he didn't make it through to the end, but I was still a little, eh. But I was like, oh man, J.J. Abrams, good job. Franchise good hands. How wrong was I exactly? Super wrong. And this is a sequel trilogy, or the sequel trilogy may be the worst trilogy I've ever seen of a big budget production. So I wanted to make that disclaimer for anybody who wants to bring up a Police Academy or Leprechaun or something like that, even though I'd argue that those have more entertainment value than the sequel trilogy. So what happened? Because in the first one, he sets it up in a way that, okay, here's a framework. I basically just modernized Star Wars. But you guys seem to love it, like it, great. Was it just the second and the third films that just totally obliterated everything in its path and then retroactively made Force Awakens worse? Because it's clear there is no plan and they're literally just winging it as they go along? I think everybody's answer on this call should be like, yes. I mean, yeah. you answer the question. What's the next thing? What's the next topic we're talking about? Because the answer is uni- it's probably going to be unified, uni- unilaterally, yes. Well, okay. Like, <laughs> if you watch, once you watch Force Awakens twice, you really saw, wait a minute. This is like Star Wars on steroids, and Luke is awesome and everything. He doesn't even need, he just goes down the Death Star shaft without even needing backup and blows up the Death Star. I mean, he just shakes off uh, Darth Vader without even flying an X-Wing for the first time. So yeah, that was a little, you're, you're like, wait a minute. It's like, this is, it's like any character doing this is like, really? You're a little ridiculous. And the next set of movies, again, not having a John Favreau, Dave Fallon to say, slow your, all of your role before you just, just do stupid stuff. And, and and like a Kevin Feige would have been like, yeah, we're not going to do that. No, that's that's not going to get us money later on. Um, and nobody to say no was just like, I think that's what they do in Star Wars. They have lightsabers, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. They, 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 they are, have a bad feeling about something. There's a race scene in every Star Wars movie. Okay, we got that. Um, yeah. yeah. 50 of them, um, including emus. Racing emus. Yeah. And we got some. In a casino. It's a plot that doesn't go anywhere. Well, I'm sure they probably have one of those in Star Wars. Sure, sounds like Star Wars movies. And oh, and then oh, we'll make Palpatine. Sure, he's a he's a big guy. I saw I saw Hold his on. name before. Hold on, that's just the second film. I think you covered everything, the checklist of everything they did, and that's probably more of how it was. But even with Force Awakens, it's like everything is wrong about that movie. And I think the biggest problem, the fork in the road that just dooms the entire sequel trilogy is they don't move on from the sequel, from the original trilogy characters. If they had just introduced Ray, Poe, and Finn and never mentioned Han, Luke, and Leia, I think those movies and Palpatine, those movies would be just fine. Because I wouldn't care. But I think the other problem is they confuse making us care about the caricatures of the original trilogy characters as some investment that we have with these new movies which don't work because nobody acts consistent with the three films that we've already seen them in like there's no way luke is leaving his friends where in every movie we saw he's going off to the rescue to help oh the rebel alliance needs help yes the empire is terrible i i want to join this thing i want to leave my parent my Aunt, aunt, aunt and uncle to help. Wait, Luke and 
Leia and Han are being tortured in Cloud City? Yeah, I'm leaving my Jedi training to go help them. Oh, my friends are going to get sabotaged by this trap? I'm going to leave them so I can help ultimately save them and confront Darth Vader right now before he gets them. That's consistent with Luke Skywalker in every film. Him leaving and rolling out because, eh, yeah, I think my nephew's really, really bad with the Force. I should kill him. That doesn't make sense at all. I, I all right, so here's my thing. As stupid as I think that was, was that changed just for the second one? Like, I mean, cause, I mean just because we need to be shocking for the second movie? Like, we're saying none of the stuff in the original sequel, original trilogy matters, so we want to do something that's completely out of character for everybody to throw everything on its butt for, you know, the PG way of saying it. Um, Cause I mean, maybe he left, you know, for a legitimate reason, like he was going to the dark side initially on JJ Abrams thing, but then he's like, nah, man, Ryan guys, nah, man, he, he, he almost went bad. He almost, yeah, that was the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe some of that many we got to like, no, he just, no, nah, he wouldn't throw his lightsaber and just treat it like trash and, uh, we we got to make up for the, the, the trash in a second. So, uh, you know what's interesting with, with Luke? Because, you know, since he's such a big focal point of this Star Wars saga, nothing that Ryan Johnson does with him makes sense. I feel like he looked at it from a, hey, what would a celebrity, what would a celebrity 20 or 30 years removed from being a star think about people still referring to them as a star? And he looked at Luke as, let me deconstruct the hero myth and show that they're real people and have issues. But and that's his never... MO, right? Like, that's his MO. Look at where, what else he's directed, right? Like, he, didn't, he really, that's his MO, though. He deconstructs things. The time travel movie, uh, Looper. Okay. He, did, he deconstructed the shit out of, like, what you were supposed to think of, you know, you meet your past self, all that mess, right? I think he did a good great. job with it. Because yeah. it was, it wasn't hinging on an original story of established characters, and it didn't mean that he had to really establish these characters, right? Um, like, like, like for real. And then if you look at the TV shows, didn't he do the probably one of the best Breaking Bads the last episode? But you know what I mean? I'm like, well, that character was just unbelievably deconstructed already. So him, for him, he's like, hey, this is easy for me. Knives out, you know? Okay, fine. You know what I mean? That kind of that was an interesting mystery, right? Um, um, but a little bit deconstructed because it's not really a mystery. It was just racism. So it was like, oh, okay, like right. <laughs> so the real enemy is racism. That's the real uh, killer. Uh, so him taking on this, I mean, that's his mo. He's just the wrong director for this. Yeah, you don't get like this random ass. I want to break shit, hipster dude. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, ugh. yeah. Uh, it, it was quite terrible to me, man. I'm like, I keep going back, and I'm like, I get what he did from a, I'm a disruptor. I like disrupting things. It's fine. I get what he was trying to do. It just wasn't good for this franchise. Yeah. And then, you know? guess what? Nothing that he did made sense. And the more, I mean, I don't want to talk about Luke, but literally nothing in that movie made sense. I'm going all the way to, like, the Asian chicken, or, and her, uh, I don't even remember her name because he didn't develop her freaking Rose. character in it. Rose? Rose? I thought it was Jen. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, I don't care. So she was like, <laughs> I was like, I, there was a character that she, they just did not develop. She lost her twin. They got a little amulet. So she only got one half of the amulet. And then she wasting emus. She's mad at him for lying. Cause dude lied again for no reason. After he already like was brave in one movie. And then he's a buffoon in the other movie, in this movie. You know what I mean? And then he's not brave anymore. So now he's lying again. I'm like, wait, what? And then next thing you know, they're like kissing at the end, like, because I love you. And I'm like, wait, what? Y'all racing the rickety pod shit. And then he's about to save everybody by just saying, forget it. And then uh, it was, none of that made sense, man. The only thing that made sense was the force projection, which oddly enough, that's what the fans, a lot of like diehard, diehards that supposedly read the Jedi handbook thing, Jedi Bible, and didn't somehow skip that part about force projection was mad about. Well, I'm like, well, actually, that's the only thing that actually made sense, because, yeah. <laughs> but I did not dig the force projection of, like, I was just like, 
some of it was like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but then I'm just going to do whatever I want. Um, you know, you know what? We're going to grab these bees, and these bees are going to be magically way across the universe while there's yeah. still a slow speed while there's still a slow speed chase happening over here in space with one ship that gets the last ship that's left ever. Uh, it none was of like it no sense. one checked him with any of the wild ideas he wanted to do. Like, I feel like yep. if John Favreau or Dave Filoni were script consultants, they could have made this work, but they would have been like, no, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do this. This doesn't make sense with anything that's been established beforehand. You can't do that. There is no, there is no holdo maneuver. <laughs> There's just so much stuff. Hey, maybe you should have her just tell Poe what the plan is. And maybe Poe should know what the plan is so he's not leading a revolt that goes nowhere and is not necessary. Man, that whole subplot is stupid, too. Chief, tell me why the sequel trilogy sucks so much. I'm sorry. Or what do you think about the sequel trilogy? I don't even know what it You know, I didn't even like the way Luke died. Um, so he projects himself across the galaxy and then it was enough to kill him? Like, was he already weak? Was he sick? Um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, they should have never made those movies. You know what I wanted to see more than anything? I wanted to see a Clone War movie. Like, if they had did a trilogy Clone War, with the you know with the characters, I think they still could have fit. Even though we know, you know, in the end what happened with Anakin, I think they still should have did a Clone War movie. Just, Dude, after this season of Clone Wars, I feel like I got a Clone Wars movie, and yeah, with how many great episodes they had in that, that is not an area of Star Wars. I feel like, man. You know what? They really should should have done something else with that, or done more. Well, I'm let me, good. Let me say, I'm saying versus. So you the, the 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 trash we got versus a Clone War movie. I just I'm like this movie should have never been done. Like it's even like mm-hmm. anything. Even if we followed Vader for three uh, trillion for trillion. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, and watched him hunt down Jedi's and yeah. You know, just, book, just, right? yeah, yeah, like something, something different, anything different than what we got, man. It was just like it was like I mean, they turned Luke into a coward. Um, he was he was he was he wasn't even like he was just like a self loathing bastard. He was he right. was he was weak. He was um, you know, he was he was, he was just pitying himself. He was just I, I'm like, who is this guy? And then and just didn't like they just let's throw it together. Let's not make any sense of why he's doing this. Um it, it just like the whole thing just was crap. And then, you know, is Ray with the force? Is Finn does Finn have the force? Okay, so Finn no longer has the force. Ray is the force person. Um you know, no you, you know, she's defeating the the, the, the emperor on a month of Jedi train. It's just, ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, Kylo Ren, been, he's been studying this thing his whole life. His whole life. And he can't handle her anytime. Yeah, and then she comes in and she's she's more powerful than he is. And I'm like, well, she's well, the you're Palpatine's granddaughter. You still shouldn't be that powerful. The freaking Mace Windu done defeated him in one blow in like five exactly. seconds. <laughs> and also, when the heck did Palpatine have time to get a chick pregnant? Well, even thing. even with that, Palpatine was a clone at that point. No, so you're talking no, about no the original no, Palpatine. We're talking about Prime what did he Palpatine, smash? who apparently, while he was blowing up planets with the Death Star, hooked up with some chick in Moss Eisley, got her pregnant kept up with the kid, and then was like, hey, you don't have any force power. I can't do anything with you. I'm going to leave you to a side planet. And then, oh, yeah, shoot. Who knew? 
that your child would have more power than anyone ever who ever existed. And after we saw him spend like 30 years mentoring and grooming Anakin, you think he wouldn't have done the exact same thing with his own child? Like, it makes no sense. Or the fact that if as soon as Ray actually developed any force power, he would have said, hey, buddy, I need you to come on here. Before Luke Skywalker, because Luke Skywalker is playing no point in this. He's not waiting, oh, you know, let's see if this Kylo Ren guy makes sense. He's like, no, I'm actually going to get my grandniece that supposedly I don't know, because as soon as she shows any force affinity, I'll hear it. I'll know it. I can see. I can force project my voice over the whole galaxy, but I miss it. Come on. No, 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 not me. Not me, my clone. My clone. No, and then Kylo Ren's talking to her in, like, video space force time. Like, hey, love. Did I did I forget my shirt again? How you doing? You know what it reminds me of? Let me snatch these beads. Let me Billy Zane from uh, Demon Knight. Yeah. Used to get, yes. get into people's heads. And- yes. <laughs> yes. I got the same vibe. I was like, this reminded me of a shitty '80s movie. What the fuck am I thinking? Of? Yes. Hey, <laughs> this was call also you a crappy 2000. Instead of calling you whore. Yeah, that, uh... Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, you remember when he was outside her window, wiping the tears away from her? Wiping the tears. Yeah, like, I was like, if you just let me in. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, listen. It, 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 yeah, so, I, you know what? That movie was trash. All three was... Because oh, nobody left feeling exciting. Nobody left feeling... Everybody left feeling empty. No. Like, we just... We just said, sat through. Like, you can't get that part of your life back. Like, Disney owes us all a check yeah. for that time of our lives. Disney you know owes I mean? us $20 each movie to the world. That should yeah, be part they, of the similar yeah, they, package. They just, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, that would be $600 worth that I would accept. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, give me each of these movies that I wasted time seeing. You know, so I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna um, pardon Ryan Johnson. <laughs> and then pardon movie. everybody else. He may as well. And right. Uh, I wouldn't accept that pardon either. So I'm gonna give the public six hundred dollars more for a <laughs> shitty movie. Yeah, it was horrible, man. That'd be the best thing yeah. in his entire presidency. So yeah, but I mean, but the whole deal is you, you watched The Mandalorian and how careful they are with every single thing like not one lightsaber for like 15 episodes no i mean we had that thing where ahsoka ahsoka shows up and it's like whoa wow a lightsaber on the mandalorian this is the first time yeah and then she's like you can try but they're not that many jedi left and seriously i had no thought no hope that who would actually show up to answer the call even though grogu was like like back in the days where you would get charged for long distance phone calls, racking up a massive long distance call. You like that one? So, uh, yeah. And we're like, well, who was he talking to? It's like, I thought, no. thought Osoka was just going to come back, right? Right. Like, right. I mean, because they'd set Cause it up. It would have been fine if it was Osoka. It would have been like, oh, cool. Osoka's back. Because she was only in one episode. We know she's going to be around because she's got her own spinoff. But they were like, nah, players. We're going to drop the biggest bombshell that has somehow not been spoiled. We're going to bring Super Jedi and not the one who just got it because they showed up on set one day. The dude who worked for it lost a hand and earned that stuff. You know, okay, not even being like a complete complete nerd out here. It's like they actually come up with like, like there's been like kind of the things you have to do to become a Jedi Knight. And it's like one of them is you have to have, you know, a trial of courage and, you know, loss and how you overcome that. Please tell me how Super Jedi had done any of that. She hadn't. Like, I like, swear, if the Hunger Games hadn't come out, they wouldn't have done that with Ray. I don't but know. Hunger Games. Hunger Games, old girl was. was better. She was a better hero. Way better hero. He was Ray. developed. There was an actual. Yeah. Character development and arc. And she didn't no win everything. Arc. There is no. no arc. It's just straight line. For any character. 
from one crappy movie to the other. All for yeah. all the characters. You know, they, yeah. uh, something we don't talk about a lot is Leia. They didn't do her well either. Dude, like, uh, there's hope. On, give me there's a... hope. Oh, we can't take that much risk, Poe. Oh, we can't. I'm like, did you see her in Return of the Jedi? That was a lot of risk. Did you, dude, she was like, <laughs> forward. I'm see any of these movies. Bounty Hunter and being a skinny right. bikini. Because I'm going to kill this fat slug. Yo, I killed Jabba the Hutt. second he turns his back <laughs> on me. It was the most, one of the most gangster things in Star Wars. She choked him out. And she didn't use the force. She used the force of her hand in the chain. She used a damn chain. Yeah, Like, dude. that was she the was most, like, 80. Like, I'm your slave. Fight <laughs> ever. Yeah. Chain. And the other, I mean, another thing we don't even talk about in month is, like, in between all of the other Star Wars, there was a gap to, like, okay, we have a little time to develop these characters. Even they're like, hey, the scroll is like, hey, here's kind of what they've been doing in the two years since you last saw them. All of these were like five minutes after the last one. Hey, <laughs> oh, they're right. still running from these, you know, they blew off their big planet, but somehow there were enough of them left to chase you around. And Snoke was kind of close, so he catches up. Where is an entire fleet hanging? And who is building all this stuff? And you guys didn't, you guys supposedly were running the galaxy, but then became a rebellion because that makes so much effing sense. But then you only have one planet where you have all your stuff. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, where's where's Lothal? See, somebody's been watching the Clone Wars. I mean, uh, Rebels, good job. Rebels, I'm on it. Very good. But it's just, just so much ridiculousness. I love the ideas in The Mandalorian that they're pockets of the Empire that weren't wiped out because they weren't all hanging out of the Death Star, but right. they're not organized and they can get taken out because there's no central leader, nobody rallying them, and they're able to get defeated and have random Mandalorians and his crew just blow up all their stuff. I like that idea. And that's a premise that can go on for a long time. For a while. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other shows. And the other thing, man, like, we get Clone Wars callbacks. We get callbacks to pretty much everything. And I'm not talking about just one episode, which we actually did. We got a callback in everything in that season finale just now, right? Like, to literally everything. Um, Yo, Gunner, the part, one of my favorite parts. One of my favorite parts from the 20th time that I watched it. Because when Bo goes, a Jedi, and you hear it in her voice like, oh, man, a Jedi. Right. I know what these guys can do. Maybe there's a way that we can all escape without getting killed and massacred by these robots. Right. And when that pays off, it's like, oh, man, now she, but, would, she wouldn't understand the Jedi showing up. But there's also the other, I mean, the other good thing about the apprehension in her voice is like, you know, if this is a Jedi, is this the Jedi who used to work with us, or is he one who was thinking we're all part of Death Watch and right. he's have no time for us? So he's got he sees us with Grogu, we might have a problem. <laughs> That's what I thought. It was like a little apprehension in her face, you know, acting. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> since we're talking about the trilogy, you know, acting. Who knew? Whoa. But yeah, man, that's the other thing. It was like there was no callback to like the Clone Wars or anything. I know they would have been a long time ago for these people, but at least say something. Like I don't know, man. And that old Yoda. Gunner, there was like very little connection to Empire, Return of the Jedi, or Star Wars. Which I'm okay with if you do it right. Hey, remember, she'll always be a princess to me. That counts, right? No. Okay. Those movies are trash. Okay, let me move on because I can just yeah, bash I can make the, the first movie completely crappy. Yeah. So Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out Friday, but apparently it's not the best sequel that uh, people were expecting from DC's extended universe. Oh. And there's a vast split between my fellow critics who've already seen it. Some are like, this is exactly the movie we needed in 2020. Others are like, I need to take a drink before I write my review on this movie. Uh-oh. Hey, Warner Brothers, were y'all tripping with this? 
oh, this was such a great movie. And I'm like, whoa, this is Wonder Woman. I expect to come put on my gloves, defending Man of Steel, Dark, uh, Batman vs. Superman. But Wonder Woman 2 is in bad shape? What will a terrible slash mediocre slash eh, Wonder Woman 1984 mean for you, Chief? Because you have been waiting for this movie for five years. It'll be just a continuation of what DC does if it's garbage. Um, and it's funny that you say that because this thing was supposed to come out not this year, but 2019. Chief, was- let me tell you. Let me tell you. So, Patty Jenkins was doing an interview with the New York Times. She was explaining this whole deal. So she said it was really strange of Warner Brothers to give the movie a release date that no one was sure was that they were going to be able to meet. It was a group of us sitting around going, I don't know, I guess we could say three months from now and then see what happens. And she said the biggest issue was not being given as much time as expected for post-production. I never wanted to, I never wanted it to come out in the winter. I was fighting the studio because we were supposed to come out summer of 2020. And then they didn't have a big movie for 2019. I was in the middle of making a limited series, and all of a sudden they announced that they had moved up the release date by seven months, which was going to give me way less time to make the movie that I I had for Wonder Woman. I was saying, you guys, why would you guarantee I can't make as good of a film by making it too quick? So we argued about that all year. And I had to drop out of doing a whole limited series and only do the first two episodes. And just race to write an 80-page treatment at the same time as I'm trying to direct the show. We finally got lucky that it got moved back. It would have been a much worse movie if it had come out then. A much worse. <laughs> that was the words that I pulled out from that is like, uh-oh. So the movie's shit. So it would have been a much worse movie. God damn. How do you... (laughs) Damn. Worse. Right. Off the break. She didn't say... What what show was she doing? I don't remember. What show was she doing? That was... I don't know. Let me pull up... You know this, right? What she was working on. I mean, just like... If this had came out like six months ago, nobody would have bought HBO Max because we'd have been like, oh, no, we'll wait until we get some actually quality. Because the director's telegraphing that this movie is complete garbage. Oh, it's probably I Am the Night. That came out in 2019. Oh. That was Chris Pine. What now? I Am the Night. It was on oh, TNT. Oh, um, no wonder. Yeah, that's the one. Tyler Perry's Network? Yeah, I'm good. TNT. Yeah. TNT had some Tyler Perry crap on there, man. And everybody has some Tyler Perry crap on it. And I start watching them. HGT, as long as HGTV good, I'm good. That so, is fellas, crazy. help me out here. <laughs> Chief, what's your thought? Wow. I, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a much worse movie. I just, I, you know, and it's funny because I remember we all had a conversation like 1984? Like, <laughs> like why would, because, you know, it's you know, when, when they did Batman Superman, uh, he pulled up an old picture of her from when she was in World War, was it one or two? World one. War Two. One. It was one? Yep. So he pulled up an old yeah. picture of her when she, when she was in World War One, right? So. Yep. I was always trying to figure out, well, why would you pull up the World War One picture if this motherfucker came out in 84? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why would you be like, oh, you've been here before if 1984 you running around? Of course people saw you like like they always mess up the timeline or do something crazy. And I was always wondering, I said, 84. I said, this is going to be like, I, I could almost feel like this might go bad. And to know that people haven't, like it hasn't been a unanimous Oh, I love the movie because the first one, everybody, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about the Me first neither. Right. Never. So, I, was, I thought it was just a bunch of those man-childs who were like, right. let's, let's bomb the reviews from Wonder Woman 
84 and make it look like a trash movie because we have to Ooh. pay for it on HBO Max. Apparently, this is legitimate beef with, with critics and Uh-oh. not just fans. I'm, 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 you know, that scares me, man. I, I can't, you know, we got to wait a, two, you know what I'm saying? Like a two year wait and it's garbage? Yeah, right. Ron Tomatoes right. right now, it's 75%. Well, well come on. Uh, early release. What's the other movie uh, with uh, Emily Blunt uh, that I love? Quiet uh, Place? Uh, huh? Quiet Place? Yes. Come on, Quiet Place. You said Emily Blunt. Yeah, okay. So this is 190 reviews so far, and it's at 75%. Uh-oh. Uh, that's not ninety percent. That's not ninety three percent. Yeah. So some some look somebody somebody didn't enjoy it. Uh oh, this <laughs> is this was not bold. Clapping at the end. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And what the hell is Chris Pine doing back? Yeah. I, just, I I'm gonna watch this. It's all soon. messed up. I want to see what I mean, happens. Yeah, uh, you know. But it looks I mean, all messed up. <laughs> it's only a day. It's only a day away. But damn it. Like, come on, man. DC, man. I mean, listen. (laughs) Hold on, man. Because yesterday we we, we were doing a little chat with each other about DC Universe and how they they flubbed the the bug on this thing. So now all of a sudden DC Universe is out and like, like, and and all the other is coming. Yeah. Like, Joe, you had shows on the joint. We was watching the show. Like, so Disney puts together this that comes after DC, and then they put together this model where they're showing you where they've got original shows coming out, content coming out, and then DC puts out nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> two shows, two shows, right? Just two. They, they put out like two. They canceled one. <laughs> And then they put out like what was it, Star Girl, and uh, the Teen, Teen, Teen Titans, and uh, there was another show that they they did. They did uh, Doom Patrol and uh, Doom Patrol. And, uh, yeah, Titans, and then um, the third season of what you call it? Yeah. Of uh, well, my... what the hell? Young Justice. Young Justice. Thank you. And so that was it. <laughs> and this is my thing. So, so we paid premium. Everybody paid this premium price, right? And then we got we got shit. And then they're like, uh, yeah, we, we, we're gonna go ahead and cancel that now, y'all. Um, right. But you can keep it and watch and read comics. For like five years ago, not new and recent comics. For like five years ago, comics. Right. God, they're so, supposed to be doing then, recent ones according to the email. I'm just and I'm, then, just, uh, I'm just repeating the email. Right. And then you can you can keep if somebody makes a book, you can read the books for three months. <laughs> like, like, yo. like yo, what are you doing out here, DC? What is, like, like who runs that? You know, oh, like no. who is running DC Comics? Warner Brothers, obviously, and they've who, messed that you up. Know, you know what I mean? Like, like I tell you, man, he's like that that old commercial. I I I, uh, I snort coke so I can work more hours so I can make more money. So I can buy more Coke. <laughs> like <laughs> that's how I feel like these dudes are doing. They're just in a circle in there. Yeah, man. Gunner, it, ain't, it ain't no good. This is gonna be whack, man. Uh, uh, please don't let it be whack. Maybe it's just people's opinion. They don't jump up to ninety-five or something. I don't know. I, I'm just hoping it's not whack, man. Like this is seventy-five. Ain't 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 bold well. No, or not. something that only a hundred some odd people saw, man. Like, come on, man. Like, that's not good for a hundred and some odd people. That average is whack. You remember in class when you were like, yo, I got a hundred percent, so I only missed like 10 questions. I still got a B. But like, you know, you missed like 10% of the questions on a day. You missed more than 10% of the questions on a two-question test or 10-question test. You're like, oh, man, my average is ass. Like, that's why I feel like it's happening right now. So I don't know, man. This is going to be... Uh, I do piggybacking off uh, what Chief said, man. I'm like that DC app. I was kind of excited when I heard when I saw I got the email. They're like, we just moving all this content to HBO Max. I'm like, thank God, <laughs> I can cancel this bullshit. So I get HBO Max from AT and T for free for a while. 
So I'm like, cool, I can cancel this bullshit because I can't even read the comments off that joint. Like, even that was tripping. Remember, I, I was on his podcast many moons ago bitching about how buggy this damn app is. And as soon as creates them, I'm sitting here like, this is trash. And I still can't just pull up an app on my um, Samsung TV downstairs that I got two years ago. It's still not on there. Like, they have not worked with Samsung yet. So I have it on my Apple TV. So I got to, like, hook up the Apple TV to the Samsung. Like, it don't make no sense because Disney, Prime, um, HBO Max are all on every platform you can think of. DC was like, nah, I don't know about that. And I'm sitting here like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, this was the, I was like, y'all ain't put no effort in this joint. Y'all just wanted to put something out before Disney put it out. And then you got lapped anyway because you knew you were going to be lapped. Like, that's a loser. Mm-hmm. That's like, I tell, mm. <laughs> I tell clients don't do that, man. I'm like, that's loser talk. Don't do that. If, if you're not going to do it right, don't do it. Period. I'm not going to do it. I'm putting, not putting my name on it. So I'm glad they didn't ask me. Because <laughs> I'd have been like, yeah, yeah, y'all trying to do too much. Bye. So I'm very happy to be canceling my $7.99 a month in a, and on January 21st. How about you, JC? You glad you canceled your DC Universe? <laughs> you know, I, I know everybody can't see him, but face I'm giving Jeff, and that's not really nice, Jeffrey. Uh, some people, when they get notifications on their phone, somehow ignore those notifications, and then four days later, they see they should have canceled the $84 is going to be flushed down the drain. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, Hey, that's the worst I got to deal with. I mean, I, I'm a little salty. Wait, um, you paid yearly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was I like, this thing's going to crash at any time. I want my money back. I'm going to do this month to month because these Bamas don't know what they're doing. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, after season two of Titans, we're like, okay, when's the next show coming out? Stay uh, tuned. <laughs> It's like, oh, y'all don't have Titans 2, I mean, 3 ready? We have teaser trailer photos. Yeah, get excited. But it's also going to HBO Max, and uh, you're okay with that, right? Hey, how about Stargirl? Yeah, we got Stargirl. But if you wait a day, we're going to put it on CW. And HBO Max. Oh, and HBO Max. So what is the actual advantage of this DC Universe app? I can watch Superboy from the 90s. You can also watch Lois and Clark. Do you want to see that? Uh, uh, wait, do you have anything in the last five years? Have you watched Young Justice 3 over again? I think you really should. for $20. Uh, I got to take another call. Bye. Yeah. I'm, I'm, again, a little salty. But I, I, I mean, hell, I'm gonna burn. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that eighty-four dollars, but I'm gonna watch like ten shows twenty times just to make my feelings. You can't. Better. They're migrating everything over on the twenty-first, so you got right. no like now. <laughs> <laughs> you better read every comic in the world. You better read Crisis, Infinite Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earth, Superboy punches a crisis. Superman punches a Superman Prime punches a crisis. Flash screws up another crisis. You just read them all. Read them all, dog. So you're saying that you open my DC Universe at emails, huh? Hey, Gunner. Yeah, Doomsday clock in a crisis. Like, 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 come on. Hey, again, that might be the only way I can actually watch, uh, read, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the last crisis they called? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, a Doomsday clock? That might be the only way to actually read that thing. Can't ever find it in the comic book store. But, I ordered it from Amazon. Go get an order from Amazon. Yeah, I yeah, but yeah, dog. <laughs> you can borrow mine. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. And fellas, that seems like a perfect segue to wrap things up with our nominees for Dummies of the Week. <laughs> Sorry, bro. All right, here. Let, let's turn it around. Who would you like to nominate, bro? I would not like to nominate myself first off, but I'm going to talk about somebody who's got millions of dollars on the line and tries to do the dumbest thing possible to make sure he can't make them again. So instead of my dummy of the week is Mr. Dwayne, uh, 
Dwayne Haskins, the uh, Washington football team's quarterback for today. So as most guys who make a lot of money have a bad day, you know, pre-pandemic, they'll blow it. They're a single guy. They'll go to the club, go to a strip club, make himself feel better. Except it's 2020, and you can't <laughs> do that. Uh, so Dwayne gets photographed in the strip club. I don't know which strip club he went to in D.C. It has whatever. But he went there, no mask on, um, and the pictures came back to the team, so he has to send out the apology. Oh, I'm sorry about my behavior. I'll need to learn. I'm not, you know, I'm a 20-year-old man that doesn't want to be playing on this team, but I'm really going to make sure I get kicked off this team as soon as possible. Um, but, yeah, him, and it's like after a bad game when you don't look, there's no guarantee you're going to be on the team next year. This is pretty much a way to just say, hey, uh, son, we need to talk. Uh, yeah, that ceremonial captain thing, we're going to take that away from easy. That's the easy thing. But when the season's over and we're, you know, eight and I'm sorry, uh, six and ten, when the season's over, you can just pack up your locker. You just don't even bother. You're good. <laughs> but, yeah. Some other team will see if you're worth it, but it ain't going to be us. So that is why Mr. Dwayne Haskin is my dummy of the week. Smart choice. Gunner, do you have one? Not really. I mean, I heard about these cats. Their names won't ring a bell. They're not famous people. Antonio Murdoch and Brianna Greco and their dog, who cares? Just decided to open up a door on Delta Airlines flight at LaGuardia going to Atlanta. And, uh, you know, just decided to open it up while I was taxiing on the plane and just pulled out. So they've been, like, you know, reprimanded or something. I forgot what happened with them. All I know is that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, right. I don't know. And Strong three guesses where they're from. Because I was like, where are they from? And I'm like, why am I surprised? Three guesses. You only need one. Florida. I was going to say, <laughs> the actual <laughs> So, wait. The, the plane was taxiing on the runway. They decided, all right, we can't wait to get to the gate. We're just we're just way out of that. But it was headed towards Atlanta. It was at LaGuardia. Or, yeah, it was headed to Atlanta. So, they didn't even, you know, they were going. They weren't even coming. So, one thing, if you were, like, been on the flight, and be like, yo, I got to get the fuck out. Smells like COVID in here. I don't know. Something. <laughs> Smells like COVID in the park. <laughs> But now oh, it's going to Atlanta, headed to Atlanta from LaGuardia, and the Bamos were just like, yo, I got to get out. So I have two. Mine is James Harden because he wants to be traded from the Rockets and is doing everything, including trying to catch COVID, to get out of town. So his birthday was a couple of days ago, and he went to a strip club. Maybe he went to the same one that Dwayne Haskins checked out. And he also didn't have a mask. He's come on to Instagram and social media and said that wasn't I wasn't in a strip club, but wherever he was, he was partying. He wasn't wearing a mask. And now apparently some of the Rockets have had to isolate because of COVID contacts. Not good. And the other one is Fox News host Maria Batromo because she was interviewing a meat company CEO. And then after she did the interview, she found out that she actually wasn't talking to the CEO of the meat group. She was talking to an animal rights activist. Oh. Gotta love the fox. All right, so those are my nominees. <laughs> Journalism, that's hilarious. Yes, yes. check your sources. Fellas, thank you all, as always, for rolling with me. And thank you all out there for listening. Hope you have a very Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whichever you celebrate. And we'll be back next week to close out 2020. Mercifully so. Bring your bullets, your shotguns, your axes, and anything else you'd like to set this year aflame. Because we're going to roast 2020, deservedly so. And that's it. We'll holler at y'all next week. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.